short term, yeah, he's not going to be back for a while. And just <laughs> Rex wants somebody to blame. Well, so so what do you need the ACL for? Like, what does that do? Think about your monster walks. Can't you gotta fire somebody. Somebody's got to get cut. All right, Hard Tech Mining Company. Emergency pod, everybody. Emergency pod. <laughs> Big news, big news. Emergency pod. Mike's in a car. We got a guest. We're, we're like the... Two guests. We have two guests. We have two guests. One and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure as everyone um, knows at this point in time, it's Thursday. You'll probably be hearing this uh, by Friday. Uh, it's uh, been a tough week for the Nuggets. Uh, Jamal Murray uh, unfortunately went down with what appears to be an ACL tear. Um, all prospects are right now. He's gone for at least nine to 12 months. So we thought we'd do a quick uh, emergency prod um, with a few of the Denver Five plus a special guest, uh, Miss Lawrence Sieber, uh, to talk a little bit about this injury. So, uh, Sieber, you want to tee us up a little bit? Sure. So uh, I am a part of the Denver Five, but I also have a. F- I'm also part of another foursome uh, in our house in Arvada here, and my lovely wife Lauren happens to be a physical therapist, and uh, when. Uh, she woke up uh, on, what was that, Tuesday morning. The first thing I did was I showed her the unfortunate video of Jamal Murray's injury. And the first thing she said to me was, that looks like an ACL tear, um, which was sadly true. I mean, and did, so we- did you ask her to, like, the, can you spin this positive? Can you, like, let us pretend <laughs> that this maybe isn't that bad? Uh, well... Long term, maybe not as bad. Um, short term, yeah, he's not going to be back for a while. And just, you could sort of tell from the way he went down that that wasn't a he'll be walking it off type of injury. But you play back the, snow, the slow-mo and you could, you could get a good idea that it was probably an ACL tear. Well, so, so what do you need the ACL for? Like, what does that do? So the ACL is... Um, probably the primary ligament in your knee that controls things like rotational movement. So things like cutting, agility moves, jumping, um, anything that's going to put a rotational force between the two bones, the femur and the tibia, uh, is probably going to be controlled by a large majority by the ACL. So. so basically what Jamal Murray does the whole time he's on a basketball floor? Pretty much, yes, yes. Uh, so unfortunately, um, when you are an athlete like a basketball player, a soccer player, a football player, all of those sports that require start, stop, change direction, cutting, um, that's going to put you at a much higher risk for uh, an ACL injury because you're just putting so much strain on that and the amount of forces that these guys generate with how powerful and how explosive they are, um, tends to lend itself to that injury occurring a lot more frequently. So that's going to be one of your most common. So when you watched the video and you watched him jump, what did you see that made that happen? Because it didn't look like it was on the landing. It looked like he jumped and it was, oh no, from there. Actually, yeah, it it actually almost looked like it was like the move before he went up because you could you could see that it's typically when the foot is planted and then you're either going to change try to change direction or a hyperextension is usually kind of when you'll see that 
it looks like the ACL is probably the culprit. So it definitely wasn't like an mm -hmm. impact type of injury. It's probably the way that he took off is when it actually happened. And then when he tried to do that jump, he really felt how unstable his knee was. And that is what caused all the pain. Yikes. Yeah, it, he uh, obviously went down in a lot of pain there uh, and then did the uh, strong guy move of not needing the mm -hmm. wheelchair. But at that point, did the wheelchair even really matter? Uh, no. Uh, it, you know, he could have taken the chair and made himself feel a little better and saved himself some painful right. steps there, off the is court, there anything probably. anything else to be damaged at that point? Well, not most likely just from sort of hobbling. You're not going to cause any further damage, but... I mean, the real question is, obviously, they've reported that there's an ACL tear, but a lot of times an ACL tear is not isolated to just that ligament. Um, often you'll see, like, damage with the MCL, the, um, possibly the meniscus as well. So they haven't mentioned if any of that is involved, but a lot of times you're looking at multiple structures being damaged um, with this type of injury. So. Well, so so what, what's the recovery like on something like this? This is a man whose father um, used to make him do squats uh, with a, a cup of hot tea on his legs um, and hold it for several mm -hmm. minutes at a time. The man has strong legs. <laughs> I like that Coming one. back, what is he going to be doing? some of my patients. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, he has the benefit, obviously, of being at in such amazing shape going in. And obviously, anytime you go into a surgery in better shape, you're going to come out of it better and you're going to recover more quickly. He also has probably access to some of the best surgeons and therapists out there. So that's going to be a be huge benefit. Uh, no, oh, okay. I will not. I will not be training him, unfortunately. <laughs> My dad always wanted me to be a Broncos PT, but I don't think I could actually even like lift those legs. So, <laughs> so you know, he has those benefits going for him. Um, I think... We'll get him in as quickly as possible to get the, the graft done. Um, then there is going to be a period of that just having to heal. Um, so you are looking at, for most ACL protocols, six months is kind of the minimum for a return to sport. Because you're looking at between 12 to 20 weeks before you're even going to start doing things like running, doing agility drills, jumping, those sorts of motions. So then to have to get to this level where he can play at a professional level takes takes longer than that. Um, but he obviously has a lot of resources at his disposal. And I think, you know, nine to 12 months is, is probably accurate. Six months, possibly. Well, I like to consider... Recovers. I like to think of Jamal Murray basically as Adrian Peterson in basketball form. So I, I, I'm angling for the six-month period. Totally possible. They're starting to do more sports-specific rehab protocols that are showing that people can come back more quickly. Obviously, you don't want him to come back too soon and then have something happen. But if he is properly rehabbed, I mean, the rate of re-injury is really only about 5%. So um, pretty good numbers. 95% of people so don't have a tear of the graft that they replace it with. So one of my big questions is I'm just really eager to to point some fingers and place some blame on this. <laughs> oh. uh, so Jamal was out for about two weeks with knee soreness. Right. Uh, so what, was this something that was maybe inevitable that was a, 
bound to happen eventually and there was maybe something going on kind of that was they were unaware of was it he was overcompensating because it was his other knee that had been sore that right. had been keeping him out why why so much so soon and that's such a vague diagnosis right knee soreness right what does that mean um so without a little more information it's hard to tell obviously if you know, he had soreness on the opposite knee, you're going to be compensating to some degree, right? Because we all baby it a little bit when it hurts. So you're going to be compensating with your other leg. But I wouldn't expect that it would be to the extent that it would lead to an injury like this necessarily. It might just be a purely shit happens kind of a thing. Uh, so <laughs> Rex wants somebody to blame. He doesn't. He doesn't like that answer. But I know, but I, w- I just can't. Uh, can't we gotta pin fire it on any somebody. Somebody's got to get cut. <laughs> you know, if they try to put him back out on the court in three months, then you certainly can be looking to fire somebody because that. What if he doesn't need to run? What if he's decision? just a spot up, like range shooter? <laughs> I, but you know, you do have some. You have some good Gallinari, former Nugget. ACL tear, came back, and he's had a bit a, of a slow start, but then played even better than he did before the injury. So you do tend to see that maybe once they get back, it's like getting back into a rhythm. Playing at that level is going to be hard for a little bit, but a lot, some of these, a lot of these guys come back even stronger. So he's young. He doesn't have a major history of injury. All of that is good, good news for him. So... So, so here's what I'm curious about. You know, I, I, I feel like we're seeing this more and more among uh, elite athletes over the years, um, and we're seeing them uh, have more uh, ligament and kind of soft tissue type of injuries um, than we have in the past. And, and maybe that it's just more prevalent and we're just uh, more aware to it. But w- one of the biggest um, kind of eye-openers in my lifetime, at least, was the Willis McGahee injury in the national championship game that her happened a long time ago. And what is was one of the most dramatic injuries I think I've ever seen to a knee uh, in a sporting event, uh, and he came back, had a great career, had a good, had a good um, uh, NFL career, and it, it feels like these guys are getting bigger, stronger, faster, um, more advanced uh, in terms of the the way that they're training. And is there any additional stress that we're seeing on their bodies that is causing these ligaments? Uh, to be not able to handle, you know, the muscles that they're building around them. I mean, is there any sort of, you know, found truth to these guys having more prevalence uh, of these types of injuries? Is that what you think happened with your Achilles, Michael? Is you just got too big? <laughs> you just got so strong that it broke. Have you seen these calves? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think, I don't know specifically if there's any research out there, but I think you kind of hit the nail on the head with these guys are getting bigger, faster, stronger, right? So, you know, in order to reach these higher levels, you're just generating more force. And when you're generating more and more force, you're asking these ligaments and these tissues to be able to withstand much higher forces. And at some point, you know, you can build a muscle, right? But you can't build a ligament with with training. So if you exceed what the muscle can do in terms of being able to withstand these forces, then you're leaning into these ligaments and some of these other tissues. And this is just going to happen more frequently. So 
I think it really is a product of the fact that these guys are doing so much more and it's so much stronger, so much faster, kind of tends to lead to these injuries happening. But the good flip side of that, right, is that, you know, we've developed a lot further in the rehab field. So the surgeons have really honed in on the techniques of how to do these surgeries with better accuracy to achieve a better result. The rehab has has a lot more research behind that. So so it's kind of two-sided there, you know. We're going to see more injuries, but I think we're going to see people recover from more and be able to go on and have a successful career. Um I got I got one more. So let's just let's pretend that maybe we're not 24 years old and an incredible athlete, but we play pickup basketball like once a week <laughs> and are just shaking in fear that something like this would happen. <laughs> what, what maybe should we try to do to prevent it or uh, delay it? I guess. This, this sounds like a personal problem, Rex. <laughs> Have you funded your FSA yet to make sure you cover your deductible? <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, that's the a HR very captain. Patrick no. thing to say. <laughs> so, I mean, one of the biggest things is um, actually a lot of what controls your your knee actually comes from your hips. So, um, like glute and lateral hip strengthening is one of the biggest things that we recommend to people um, to make sure that they're supporting their knees properly. Because if the hips not strong enough. To control the rotation at the knee, that's when you're going to end up seeing things like this. So um, definitely, you know, your squats and those sorts of things. But, you know, think about your monster walks. What's a monster walk? What's a monster walk? Uh, (laughs) It's (laughs) put a band around your ankles and walk in diagonal squats, essentially. Oh, okay. But so it's kind of lateral and posterior chain hip strength is really what you need to work on. So. Okay. okay. You know, if you need to give me a shout, we can do some sessions. Clearly, Seaver's never done PT. <laughs> uh, Have you ever done PT? I've had PT done to me. I don't know that I've I've personally. He hasn't like, actively participated. done it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any of those seniors group classes that we can like audit? <laughs> yeah. You know, in the age of COVID, that's we haven't had our seniors group classes, but they're coming back. So I'll give you a call okay. if you'd like to join chair class. It's pretty exciting. Awesome. Well, so it looks like Jamal's got a long road ahead of him here. Uh, obviously, he's a, a strong-willed individual, and I think Mike Malone pregame before this heat game tonight was basically like it's in his dna he's going to be the guy that's going to come back stronger so uh you know if it's april now nine months is going to put him back 12 months is going to put him back midway through next season most likely at the earliest at at the level or close ish to the level that he was playing before um so got a got a ways to go with this one right yeah i mean possible could be back a little bit earlier than that but you know i do think in my experience as a therapist that the mental game is at least half the battle so if you're motivated and you want it and you're working hard for it you can you can beat the numbers in terms of how fast you come back and how strong you come back and he's got that going for him so it's going to be a long road but we will expect to see good things from him down the line 
Awesome. I didn't I didn't expect the positivity, but I, I, I can feel it and appreciate it. I really, really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Isn't it and, better and, when something bad happens to you just to have somebody explain it to you so you understand? It just makes you feel better about what's going on, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and at the very least, you know, I, I, I think at this point in time, I'm glad we didn't do this uh, part of me. Uh, after we saw the injury happen because uh, I think there was a lot of raw emotions among the Denver Five. Uh, we are all absolutely had high hopes, still have high hopes for the season. Um, it's unfortunate to see uh, what's happened to Jamal. We wish him the best um, and hopefully uh, Jokic uh, and the rest of the team can kind of pull through on this. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, this affects the team going forward both this year uh, and next year uh, and how we kind of react from something like this. No, no question. There is just so much to dive into. Totally. Well, I don't know if we want to cover that now. Uh, it's rampant speculation. Take a break. Cover <laughs> I, it later. Uh, I, you know what? I think I think we should just end on the high note. This was surprisingly okay. optimistic. Uh, <laughs> Michael's driving. That's unsafe. <laughs> yeah, you guys are bouncing a child on your lap. Yeah, we have a uh, eight, almost eight month old bouncing on our lap. That's what the coos are in the background. He's so, having a great time uh, though. He's enjoying his first podcast experience. <laughs> So, no, um, I, we'll be back this weekend uh, with the whole how do we fix this uh, and then see, you know, find out what happens in this uh, Miami game that's going on right now. But, well, uh, Lauren, thank you so much. This, you're very welcome. This was, this was fantastic. Hopefully, we don't have to do this again, meaning no one else <laughs> yeah, gets exactly. injured. But keep me on standby. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that was Lauren, our resident uh, PT for uh, Hardpick Mining Company. From your Denver Five. Cool. And we're out. All right. Cool. Nice work. Way to go. 22, 22 minutes. That was like a. That's how long they all should have been. <laughs> <laughs>